0: You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Are you ready to learn the
1: secrets, engage in the conversation, and listen to the masters about how to make this economy work for you? Well, sit back, grab a pen and paper, and get ready to discover how you can make growing your business fun, easy, and incredibly effective. If you are passionate about what you do, passionate about the customers you serve, then this is your economy, and the Success Secrets Podcast gives you just what you need to go out there and get it. Now, over to your host, Meredith Elliott Powell.
0: Welcome to the Secrets to Success, a time to learn just how to succeed in this economy, how to win in what we like to call here at the Secrets to Success, the trust and value economy. I am your host, Meredith Elliott Powell, and with us on the show today is author, speaker, and coach extraordinaire, Loran Star. Welcome, Loran.
1: Hey, Meredith, thank you so much for having me.
0: I'm so excited to be here. Well, I am really excited that you're here for a number of reasons. For our listeners out there, it's important to note that Loran is an emotional intelligence expert, among other things. And I can't tell you the number of times in situations I have been in lately in working with leadership. And I know you do a lot of work with leadership Mm -hmm. where really emotional intelligence, engaging people and helping people with their emotional intelligence has really come up. It's almost like it's seeing almost like it's seeing a resurgence. So let's go ahead and jump right in. And with that, why don't you tell us? A little bit about you, Lorraine.
1: So, Meredith, my background is very eclectic. Let's say it that way. I have my master's in organizational psychology and organizational development. I started my own company a handful of years ago when I found that my leadership perspective changed. So, what do I mean by that? So, I spent 15 years in the biopharmaceutical, healthcare, dental arena in various senior leadership positions. And then I took a little bit of time off. And when I returned, what I was seeing, which was probably always there, But now, it was almost like I came into the arena, took rose-colored glasses off, and did not like what I was seeing. I saw that leadership was really struggling, and a lot of it had to do with emotional intelligence. It was no longer the business place where employees were feeling treasured and valued. Companies weren't thriving in the same manner. What was happening is it was, you know, you're basically lucky to have a job. And we know that when a company forms its foundation or even has that thought process, employees, good employees, will leave. So I did a lot of work on emotional intelligence, a lot of research on emotional intelligence and women in leadership and started my own company. And here I am today.
0: So given that, what does it, you know, here are The secrets to Success, we are big believers that the economy literally has shifted. It has changed.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And what does it take to be a good leader today? You know, there is a huge shift in leadership in and of itself. We're seeing more and more women coming into the workplace and climbing the ladder. We're also seeing a lot of women take the stance that, hey, I'm not just a number. I'm not just a leadership quota. Leadership is my decision. More to the point, as I said earlier, Leadership has become more transformational. Where 10 years ago, even the GLOBE study showed, a huge study done, multi-international, looked at, you know, how was leadership defined in the U.S. as well as other countries. And what it found is that we were shifting from a transactional leadership foundation, meaning I give you this, you give me that, into a transformational leadership structure where... Looking at quality of life, looking at how we interact with those around us, leadership foundation based on empowerment, empowering those around us to take up the charge. That's how that's shifted. Now, the, the downfall to that is while the leadership is shifting, we still have a lot of leaders out there that aren't so there's mm. a huge conflict there and that's where the emotional intelligence comes into play when you look at transformational leadership its foundation is emotional intelligence it's all about how we relate to those around us
0: you know you are not only an expert in leadership and an expert with emotional intelligence but you also really specialize in empowering women mm-hmm. and are women different leaders
1: yes and no I'm not going to say one gender is a better leader than the other. Women do tend to be more transformational in that we have a higher empathy score. We just do. However, that can hurt us or it can help us. Women tend to be more taking in the big picture with a lot of details where men just want, you know, the big picture, no, just the facts. Mm-hmm. Um, our communication styles are very different. leadership, where women have to learn how to take emotions out of our communication, which is a little challenging for us. Absolutely. But that's the, but but, you know, the flip side of that, Meredith, is, but that's the beautiful part about a woman leader, is that we do factor in emotions.
0: Well, are you an advocate then? I mean, do you like to see when you go into organizations, because I've been reading so much. In fact, Yesterday, on the plane, I was reading the fact that, I mean, the growth of women in leadership is just going to be phenomenal in the next in the next 10 to 20 years. Mm-hmm. Are you an advocate? When you go into a corporation, do you like to see the leadership team diverse in the sense that it has both men and women on it? And if so, or if not, what do you typically find when you go into organizations?
1: So. Right now, I still see very male-dominated leadership. However, that's not necessarily a bad thing. So here's where I struggle, is there's this big push right now that we want a 50-50 male-female ratio. And like any gender-specific, cultural-specific quota fulfillment plan, what it really should be is we want the best leader in the position. So when I go into organizations, do I like to see more women? In leadership, I do, provided that they are qualified to be in those positions. And that's kind of the Achilles heel is that we find a handful of companies now or the majority of companies now are now we're trying to get women caught up in leadership positions, but we're not giving them the skill set so that they're effective in those leadership positions.
0: Not really on developing and training them to absolutely be
1: not, and and it's a very different training and development program for women leaders. I looked at seven MBA programs and went through all of their textbooks. This was about four years ago. Went through all of their textbooks, and in those textbooks, there's a direct correlation. Ninety-eight percent of examples and references were male, not female.
0: interesting Interesting. so
1: if you're going to give a reference like sports and women we know are not huge sports fan now sure we do have some outliers out there that love sports but for the vast majority of us that goes right over our head we learn nothing from that analogy but yet that's what we're teaching women in management and leadership development courses
0: so it's it's frustrating how does training because I have noticed that I've been asked to do a few speaking engagements for uh, one area that is really focusing very healthily on developing women leaders, I find, is, is the world of uh, finance. Mm-hmm. You know, what I love about that is, because I was actually reading it to my husband, and he said, oh, I hate that. I hate when, when we get quotas types of mm-hmm. things. And I further in the article, and I said, you know, Rob, actually, it's not a quota. What it is, is the fact that, because it said further down in the article, That this is very much an economic decision that in third world countries, in developing countries, if you will get on board with leadership development, I mean, women are coming on. 51% of us now earn more than our husbands Mm -hmm. are entering, staying in the working world. If you don't have women leaders, strong female employees, you're going to be behind. So, So I'm sitting there and I look at my organization. And I'm heavily male-dominated when it comes to leadership in my organization. And I can get all warm and fuzzy about this as a guy, but the truth is I'm looking at my organization and knowing if I'm going to be successful in the next 10 to 20 years, I have got to engage, empower, and develop the female leaders in my organization. Where do I start?
1: you know the first step is recognizing it so bravo to the organization that recognizes we need to be developing more women leaders why is that look we have women we outspend men if you want us as a consumer you have got to perpetuate the message that's going to reach me. If you want a company that is strong on women leadership, then again, you need to put out there a leadership message that's going to talk to the women leaders. You need to create and develop programs and means or ways to keep women within the organization. Because here's, here's where I see organizations struggling. Those companies that have strong Women Leadership Foundations and Programs. In other words, you go in and we applaud you for being a woman leader. We're going to teach you, whether it be through emotional intelligence, whether it be through conflict interaction and communication, we're going to teach you how to embrace what you already bring to the table and then take it to the next level. We're going to give you these leadership positions. And then what happens is a company comes along and snatches her because she's Mm -hmm. got it all. The one area that I find a lot of companies fall short on is then how to keep the woman leader. And that's understanding what is it? Look, if you're an organization out there, if you have women leaders, you first need to understand that women are very different from men as far as what's in our culture. Right, So when we talk about like Hofstede's national cultures, we talk about masculine and feminine. We're not talking about male versus female. We're talking about quality versus quantity. Women leaders are extremely focused on quality. In other words, they don't want to put in 15-hour workdays when they know, because women are phenomenal at multitasking, it is how our brain is hardwired. So I'm not saying men aren't good at multitasking. Women are better at it. Studies have proven that. It's how our brains are hardwired, right? So women typically can take that 15-hour workday and cram it into eight hours. We don't want to be penalized for that because Joe Blow down the hallway needs the 15 hours. What he needs is to learn how to multitask, Family, women tend to focus a lot on their family. Again, it's quality, it's not quantity. So what is the organization doing to help that? To help that woman who's in a senior leadership position or any leadership for that matter, what's the organization doing to help them find, and I hate the word balance because there's no such thing as homework balance. There really isn't. But what are they doing to help her achieve success in both arenas.
0: I find that so true. You know, it's a, uh, even among younger parents today that tend to split more of the duties than maybe our parents' generation Mm -hmm. did. But when a child is sick, and even if it's the husband that's going to take the child to the doctor, the woman still worries about it all day long versus I know if I told my husband that I was going to take the kids to the doctor, he wouldn't say another word about it until he, I mean, he would go to work, see patients Mm -hmm. and never never think another word about it. I mean, we are built very differently. I do want to flip this around, though, because, you know, me, little miss personal responsibility. What should women be doing to develop themselves?
1: Absolutely. You know, what? and I'm so glad you asked me that, because here's the thing. The first thing women need to do to develop themselves, because it does fall on you. And that's the other shift in leadership, right? As we're in this new age. Years ago, companies spent thousands of dollars developing you. They said, here are the programs you need to take. Check the box. That's how I was developed as a leader. When I worked for Johnson & Johnson, they said, Loran, here are the nine courses you need to take. We're paying for them. Check the box. Do the work. Okay, thank you very much. Have a nice day. Today, it's accountability. It's now on your shoulders. So first thing women need to do is understand where they need to develop. And there's plenty of assessment tools out there. There's plenty of coaching out there, executive coaching, leadership coaching, to help you understand where your Achilles heel is. And companies are still willing to pay for it if you ask. If Mm. you ask. You have to (laughs) ask for that.
0: I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I don't want to leave that statement that Mm -hmm. you just Because, boy, if you had to mention anything... That is an issue with women. I remember when I was in corporate America, I kept getting put on all the volunteer boards and getting all the extra work. And the guys were getting all the perks. They got the, the country club memberships and everything. And in a moment of clarity, I don't know why I let my passive aggressive behavior go, because I think as women, we tend to feel that I will work very hard. I will be a martyr. Somebody will recognize me. And I just went to my boss and I said, I'm a little bit confused. When you seem to need the right person, somebody to represent you, every time you are unavailable, you appoint me. Yet the perks of this company, such as the country club memberships, the tickets to the client events and things, they seem to go to the guys. And I'm trying to figure out how I get on both lists. I love filling in for you, but I would like to have the other perk. And my boss really looked at me and he said oh my gosh I'm so embarrassed I have two young daughters and I never even mm-hmm. noticed he said honestly he was so funny he said I think I'm a sexist pig and he immediate immediately righted the wrong immediately yeah
1: yeah, but here's what the thing. I mean, it took you going and right. asking that. Meredith, I work with a lot of women, you know, those that are in the job market right now, CEOs, senior leaders, you know, they're going through their annual performance appraisal and they're like, Loran, I want more money, but the money's not there. Because it's, look, the economy's down. I want more money, but the money's not there. And my first comeback is, what do you want to develop you? Hey, I will throw it out there, right? So five years ago, six years ago, my master's degree was paid for by an organization. My coaching degree was paid for by an organization. All of my emotional intelligence training work was paid for by an organization. Why? I asked. I went out there and I said, hey, wait a minute. If you can't do this for me, if you can't give me a raise, then how about you pay for this course? There's your raise. If you are looking for me to start coaching people, you know, team development, then how about you pay for me to go get my master's in coaching?
0: I- exactly. Because it's exactly. going to
1: benefit you. You know, It's that whole ROI. And men are really good about thinking about that. Women, we, I don't know what it is. We tend to s- sit back, Meredith, and we go, oh, if they feel
0: I'm worthy, they'll just give it to me. No, they won't. Exactly. And, and no, it's not a, we tend to think that things are done to us. It just doesn't come on their radar. Mm-hmm. And I, I have, you know, truly truly been amazed that that learning to ask for learning to ask for something we
1: have to learn so when it comes to developing ourselves we have to ask for it ladies if you're sitting there going i'm working a five-day work week we are in the tech i mean we are in the technology age right now and have been for the last 10 years there's no reason you can't ask for
0: a three or four day work week and telecommute from home Absolutely. And the more successful you are, the more power you have in that arena to do that. Mm -hmm. My
1: last contract, I went to Utah three times. That's it.
0: That's where the home office was. Right. If I'm a listener out there right now, whether I am a female in an organization or I am uh, running a company that I would like to see more female leadership in, What would be your three top tips of where to start, how to begin? Because I really want the, the listeners today to walk away with something that they could really use. Where do I begin?
1: Where do you begin? So if you're an organization that's looking to inspire more women leadership within your company, the first thing you need to communicate that to your company. Your company needs to embrace it. In other words, you can't just sit there and go, God, I really wish we had more women. Mm, Okay, now what? Let's embrace that. Let's put together a team to actually do some research and figure out what are your rates? What is your ratio right now? Big question. Why do you want more women in your leadership programs, in your leadership team? Why? Why? What are they going to bring to the table? The reason I stress that is because that will help you identify the type of woman leader you want. Mm. If you just want to see an increase in sales and production, well, you know what? Then the best leader is for that male or female. But if you're looking for the woman's perspective on buying, on selling, on anything, on marketing, what can a female leader bring to the team that's unique to the female gender, Let's identify that so that then you can start creating leadership development programs in tune with the type of leader you want versus just throwing it out there. And I think that's where we're struggling right now with companies. They're just throwing it out. there. saying we want more women leaders and they're promoting anyone to fill that quote unquote quota.
0: I would agree with that. And they, um, yeah. yeah.
1: And that's a no win situation. What a waste of money. Absolutely. Um, Hire a consultant. So if you're an organization, reach out to consultants that do this type of work that can go into a company. Look, and we're not cheap. And I include myself in that. We're not cheap. However, the ROI, you get more for it in the end. We come into companies and we do those evaluations for you. And we see, we take the glasses off and say, you know, if you had more
0: women leaders, you will find X, Y, Z in your market space I would agree I am um, you know interesting enough I'll tell you uh, something that I just got asked to come in and do some work for a client and I was hired by the the male CEO and I loved this he said we've developed a, a women's leadership program I put a young female in charge of it who is just rocking and rolling I mean she's just hit the door and, and has exploded he said I'm gonna take myself out of this would you go meet with her She does, you know, four programs a year. I'd like you to talk with her about doing the program. And we basically sat down Mm -hmm. and customized the program. And then in addition, she brought in about four or five other women. And so they self-developed what they wanted me to come in and do. And I really loved that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, to your second question, Meredith, if you're a woman listening to the show, what can you do? to kind of get yourself into that leadership track, because I want you to be able to walk away with something as well. First off, identify, and this is hard. It's, you're not going to be able to just sit down and write this out. I want you to identify what leadership position you want. Mm. And the reason I say that is all too often, women, oh look, right now, it's prime to be a girl right? Because you're going to have opportunities come your way, but you want to make sure they're the right opportunities for you. So you need to do some strategic planning about what type of leadership position you want, what skills you need to develop it, because that will give you a developmental plan, and then how you're going to go about getting it. What is the path for that position? Clearly, identify it so that you're not saying yes to any old leadership offer that comes your way. We have a lot of women leaders out there that just flip-flop from position to position to position to position and they never get ahead and it's because they do not have a strategic plan.
0: Great, great point. Great point. How do our listeners get a hold of you if they want more information on this topic? I know you do a fabulous blog. You also have your own radio shows, how do they get a hold of you? I do. You can go right to my
1: website, www.laranstar.com L-A-U-R-A-N-S-T-A-R.com. That is my home page. It, it'll launch you into my leadership development consulting work, my speaking work, as well as my radio show. So you get it all right on that page. Real
0: easy. And I really encourage listeners, please visit loranstar.com. She has phenomenal information on there. I mean, truly just power packed. Lorraine, I'd like to ask all of my listeners, what are your uh, secrets to success? You know, my one huge secret to success, and Meredith,
1: I'm sure, you know, you've heard this before, at least I hope you have, I have a plan.
0: So important.
1: important. Success doesn't just happen. I am 44 years old. I'm young. I'm a young leader. I already have my exit plan strategized out I know where I'm going year to
0: year to year that is so important to have a plan know a direction
1: mm-hmm. so you
0: really truly intentional yeah uh,
1: absolutely movement. and I think the other thing too is you know here's the thing there are gonna be bumps along the journey right my other big takeaway for your listeners you know what enjoy the journey <laughs> when there's a bump learn from it. If you can learn just one thing from that bump, then it wasn't a failure.
0: You learned, you grew, you moved forward. That is so, so true that you've got to trust and have faith that you hit the bump. Mm -hmm. Loran, it has been fantastic having you here today. I truly hope that you will come back here again. Please give our listeners your website one more time.
1: It's www.laranstar.com. L-A-U-R-A-N-S-T-A-R.com.
0: Fantastic. And listeners, whether you are running a company and would like to see more female leadership, or you are a woman out there in the middle of or just starting your career, go to that website, get fantastic information and learn Loran's Secret to Success. Again, I want to thank our guest, Loran Starr, coach, speaker, author, and emotional intelligence and leadership expert. And I want to thank all of you for joining us for Secrets to Success, the place where you learn the tips, strategies, and ideas you need to get ahead and win in the trust and value economy. Thank you.